How's it going? Hello. Oh, we didn't figure out, like, intro. Oh, we didn't do an intro. Mm. Do your song again. This is Gal Pals Podcast. Is that the same one as last time? We mix it up. (laughs) New intro song every time? Keep it spicy. Oh my god, Fiona's word of the day. Word of the week. Word of the year. Spicy. That's what Fiona says when I put, like, pepper on something. (laughs) It's like, is there too much salt on this? Spicy. Oh my god. Welcome to a very white podcast. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, friends. What's hey. good? Um, was that directed at me? You looked right at me when you said friends. Well, I have to look at you. We're in... Okay. Let's just... Let's talk about our weeks, Riley. Sure. What happened to you this week, Fiona? I, I have no idea. I got a job. Hey. I got a job. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Beauty. the first time you said it to me. Um, <sighs> yeah. No, it's really exciting just because I have... I feel like we started with the big news. Um, it only goes down from here. But <laughs> I have been looking for a job for so long. Yeah. And it's just stressful. And I was literally saying to Riley the day that I was told I got the job that I felt like I was on the brink of something really good. Like I was mm. on the brink of getting a job that like I really wanted. Uh, But I was also on the brink of losing all of my savings and having to kind of just settle for literally anything that anyone would hire me for. Yeah. Um, And thankfully I got a job, which is exciting for me and is like definitely a step up in my career. Yeah. And it's nerve wracking as hell. But I started Monday and I'm really excited. And it's scary saying this because I haven't actually signed the contract yet, but they sent me the contract. I just had to like change something in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, fine. And you're, you're starting, like, you're going in on Monday. Today's Saturday. We record the podcast on Saturday. Yeah. Even though it comes out on, like, Monday. Yeah, so that's really exciting, and I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm really excited for you. Thank you. I'm also excited to have the house to myself during work hours now. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm excited to go to work. Like, I'm excited for my yeah. routine. Oh, it's going to be a good time. But other than that, I didn't really do much this week. Like, I was saying to Riley, like, I feel like... It was just such a write-off week for me. I feel really mm. bad. Like, didn't get that much work done. Didn't work out because I was sick. Um, yeah. And we're on a new medication, so my mood was just all over the place. And also my period <laughs> came, so that explained it a bit. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a week. But we got a job. We went to inter- yeah. we, I went to, like, other interviews as well um, before I knew I got the job. So mm. we did things. How about you, yeah, Riley? I've been busy. I have been editing this one video uh-huh. for so long. Literally. I'm making a video about Supergirl. That will, I think it'll be out by the time this podcast is it out. It will be. So you can go to my YouTube channel to watch it. <laughs> Plug. Um, but I think it's really good. It's like 25 minutes long. It's so long. <laughs> but it's just taken me so much time to edit and like find all the video for it. Because it's more of like a visual essay style. Yeah. So it's less of me talking at the camera and mostly like clips from the show while I'm talking over it. And so I had to find all these clips that I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this one thing. I need clips to illustrate this. So I'm digging yeah. through like three seasons of like 20 episodes. She spent a lot on it. 45 minutes long. She it's spent a so lot of time. <laughs> I just want everyone to know how much yeah, time this took yes. me. Because I haven't put out a video in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I think that was about it. We filmed a yeah. couple of videos together. Well, we got to eat a lot of Australian candy, which oh I Oh my really god, enjoyed. so much candy. I was like sick. It's so bad as well, because we were going to invite some friends over. We don't have friends yet, but we were going to invite <laughs> some people over uh, with the aim to make friends. Yeah. Uh, but then Liam, Liam, if you're listening, he wouldn't listen. Um, but <laughs> he's not free this week, and he's like my connection to everyone, So mm. and he's not free, so people can't come over and eat snacks. But then my period came, and I'm just eating like this <laughs> disgusting abundance of snacks. Um. So that's been happening. Oh, Eating snacks and got a job. <laughs> it's funny because I'll come out of the study and you're just like, why did you let me eat all these snacks? And I'm like, I didn't let you. I was, what? Yep, you're right. It is your fault. Thank you for admitting that oh on the podcast. <laughs> damn it. So that's what's been happening in our lives. Let's been talking about, let's be talking about the world. Uh, do you want to start with? 
Um, I guess we're talking about Donald Glover's This Is America video. Cool. Because that's all anyone has been talking about for days now. Yeah. Um, Thoughts, Fiona? I, oh god, it's such a complex situation. I really loved it. Cool. Um, I think that it did a really, it, the conversation's going to go back and forth really quickly here because it's like, I understand criticisms of it, yep. but I also have things to combat a lot of the criticisms. I know. Um, where it's just kind of like, I think that he did a really great point, a really great job of expressing a lot of the issues in America right now. You guys have seen all the decoding videos by now, so we don't need, <laughs> really need to go through all the points that he raised. But, you know, things like taking more care with a gun than people. Yeah, it was, like, and very symbolic in a lot of Yeah, there were so many, like, symbols and so many little mm-hmm. things that I saw. Um, I also noticed while well, some point out that there's, like, a pause towards the end of the song, and that was 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, I don't know. I think that it was very effective at getting a lot of points across. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can be the, the devil's advocate. Tell me what you didn't like about it, and then we can fight about I it. I mean, I didn't, like, I don't know. I, before I saw the video itself, I saw a lot of commentary and, like, criticism, criticisms of it, mostly from black women saying that they had been uncomfortable with his work in the past, and they didn't like that he was being yeah. complimented as, like, super woke yeah. now. I th- and, hmm? I was going to say, I think <laughs> that, like, the concept of saying, like, Donald Glover is the new woke bay or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, I think that that is... We don't need that. Like, that is doesn't have to be part of it. I, I like looking at the videos yeah, as a standalone thing. Just in general, people put others on pedestals mm-hmm. too much in uh, that way. Yeah, and I also think that I'm yet to see... And I, I'm so open to being wrong about this. Mm. But a lot of the criticisms that I've seen of him being critical of black women and not being into black women, etc. have been from, like, a few years ago. Uh, the main one I've been seeing brought up was Freaks and Geeks, which was from 2011, was it? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I did really like that song. That was the last album of him. I didn't really like his last album, um, but I really loved that album of his. And I don't know. I think that people have room to change. I'm not saying he has changed, but I think mm. that holding someone to words that they said seven or eight years ago is like a huge... Like, I've changed a lot in that time. But yeah. obviously, if he said things more recently, I'm open to being wrong about that. <laughs> Yeah, I I think the only other thing I saw was like a Wear Your Voice article about um, it being kind of like a spectacle of violence against black people and that like the video is for white people, like it's not for black people because it's just like rehashing a lot of the violence that they face and so it's more of a like, look white people at all of the shit that's happening to us. And it was like, it was critical but also like that can be kind of necessary. I don't know. These were all yeah, things how, that I've read. And I'm not wondering how someone could raise those issues without it seeming like a spectacle in an issue like a music video. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because some really people know. wanted it to be more subtle, but I'm like, I think that the way that it was so well put across, like for example, Mayday Parade recently I, came out with the video. Yeah. It's it's a slightly different topic, but Mayday Parade <laughs> um, had a music video where they had two girls and they were presumably together in the music video, mm-hmm. but. It was so subtle, and part of me loved that, because in rock music, a lot of the time, two girls being together is really sexualized. Yeah. But in that music video, I, it was to the point where I was like, are they just best friends, or are these girls together? Like, I literally couldn't tell. So I think that sometimes having that in your face, like, if even they just had a kiss at the end, I would have liked it. And, mm. you know, Charles Gambino's This is America was just the kiss. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, you know, like, it was, it was very forward, but I think that that was kind of necessary with these topics, and I liked that it was very jarring because it's just like oh like wake up mm. this is america sort of thing but i don't yeah. know those are my white ass thoughts <laughs> on that topic ass thoughts oh, um but no no I, I like i definitely see that i think one i saw a twitter thread where they were just saying that 
um, instead of shooting black people, he should have shot white people for it to make more of mm. an impact and to be less spectacly of black death. That's interesting, um, yeah. That's like what Todger Cole did. Todger yeah, Cole's the whole, like, a lot reversing... Yeah, Todger Cole's done a lot of videos where, like, you know, the suburban America, like, 50s sort of dream will be, like, girls and girls and guys and guys dating and all black people. And mm. they kill, like, you know, a, police, a black policeman gets out and shoots a white man in one of his videos. Yeah. So I think that that was really effective when I saw that, so... True. And, but I, like... I don't know if this goes the same way, but I've, I remember seeing videos of, like, what if everyone was gay and, like, straight people were mocked? And it's, like, so melodramatic. And, like, is this the only way you can, like, Relate. empathize with people? Yeah, is, it's like, like, if it was you? This is true. I don't know. Yeah, it's... It's mixed feelings. I, overall, really liked it as a standalone yeah. piece of art and music. I think it's really... Just from an art perspective, I think it's really cool when people make content that you have to, like, watch over and over again. And mm. you look for the meanings and it's making you have this dialogue. Um, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's overall good. Like, I think there are... Valid criticisms. Criticisms that we should listen to from black people and especially from black women. But, um, yeah, I don't know. In, in general, I think it's good that it's forcing people to think about this and to confront it. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. Our very white-ass thoughts. <laughs> uh, there What's was also next, total tone change, the Met Gala. <laughs> I... What did you think? I love, look. I didn't know what the Met Gala was until a few days ago. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's the, Is there going to be a fuck in That's every... the fuck in the podcast voice for the day. Do you um, just wait until I say something ridiculous? That, yeah, that warrants a fuck. Um, yeah, no, that's fucked up. <laughs> Met Gala is... What is It's just like a museum thing? Yeah. Like fancy... But, yes. like, celebrities go and you get dressed up. It's very, like, you know, we can get into how it's all classist and elitist and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I don't want to. I just want to talk about the pretty dresses. Okay. Um, did you recognize it? I was going to say, what was your favorite dress? But you wouldn't know anyone or know any dress. Everyone was putting Chadwick Boseman on my timeline. Oh. <laughs> all the bisexuals Sorry. were out here losing <laughs> I love him. So I, I wrote a few notes. This was, like, right before we filmed the podcast and things were just top of my head. So I'm going to miss some faves. Mm. Um, but, you know, these are just some thoughts. I loved Rihanna. You saw Rihanna. I saw Rihanna everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. queen. Love Rihanna's, obviously. Rihanna. And Zendaya, loved Blake Lively's, loved Chadwick Bosman. I found that Chadwick Bosman and Troy were the only guys that actually dressed up, which is oh, like really? so... Yeah, no, it's so annoying. Every damn year, the women put in all this effort <laughs> and they look so glam and like a lot of them run with the theme. And then there's just the dude showing up in a black and white tux year after year. And it's just like, Classic. why are you even here? Yeah. Why are you here? Um, I saw a lot of fan art of Zendaya because she was in such a badass like chainmail mm -hmm. kind of outfit. Yeah. It looked so cool. No, she was, yeah. Um, and there was Lily Collins looked amazing. Beyonce wasn't there because of Jay Z. So is there any this wow. anything this man isn't gonna ruin I for mean, us? <laughs> I saw Solange wearing like a, a she black fierce. rag with a halo over it. Oh, Sizzle really cool. looked amazing as well. Oh yeah, I forgot to put her on my list, but she was on it 100. percent um, I also one thing I loved. I just think that Kim Kardashian mm. always back to the Kardashians and Kendall looked so amazing but they didn't run with the theme and it was so mm. annoying because I'm like I loved like Kim just looked insane best makeup of the night hands down um but they didn't run with the theme and it made me upset <sighs> but yeah so that's that uh oh exciting also personal news oh sorry wait are we we're, we're done talking about the Met Gala we don't have to be there was so much controversy we don't get to talk about the fun fun controversy oh all the Catholics and shit yeah yeah of like people being like 
My religion is not your costume. <laughs> Which I just found crazy because, like, <clears throat> firstly, Catholics spread their shit everywhere. Yeah, that was, like, the whole thing. That was, like, come... the point of... Yeah. <laughs> so that was ridiculous. Also, the Vatican approved yeah. it and donated pieces to it. <laughs> And so it was just so unfounded. Yeah, like, it's just so funny because it's all of these people who've never given a shit about cultural appropriation in their life. And now they're like, hmm, do I get a chance to be offended? Like, yeah. is it my chance to be in the spotlight? I think it's not even this? necessarily their chance to be offended. It's just their chance to, like, point out the double standard. But it's like, there isn't a double standard. Because... No, there isn't. Because cultural appropriation is entirely about balances of power. Yeah. Like, a group with more power taking things from a group with less power. And I think the Catholic Church... They've got enough power. Yeah, they're lying in the, the more power yeah. category. And I just, I really did like it as a theme because I think that there's a lot of, um... There's a lot of art in Christianity. Mm. Um, like, Riley doesn't care about any of this at all. But I, no. I love art. I love those old, old pieces. Um, and religion has such a huge impact, especially... On, like, you know, Renaissance art and 16th, 17th century. Renaissance. Renaissance? I love a good old Renaissance. How do you say it? (laughs) Renaissance. Renaissance. Like a Renaissance fair. It's a Renaissance fair, but Renaissance art. It's a Renaissance. Jesus. Um, Yeah, no, but there's so much, like, imagery in that. Yeah. And so I think to bring that into a modern context is, like, really cool and interesting. From a pure, like, fashion and (laughs) art and theme angle, I really loved it. And especially since they did get permission from... The Vatican, like I just don't see where they done goofed. I don't no. think I don't think they done goofed. Yeah, when I first saw it and I saw like the crosses everywhere, I was like, I just am averse to crosses in general because I feel like most of my interaction with Christianity has been very yeah. homophobic or transphobic. Fair. But then I was like, wow, they all look really bomb. And also, like I don't know. Yeah, it's all chill and it's pissing off like right wing Catholics, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, and they're the like they're the Catholics you want to be pissing off if you're going to piss off any. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like people who are Christian can be nice. But it's yeah. like the ones who are getting mad aren't the nice <gasps> we ones. We didn't talk about Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe and her uh, rainbow cope. Is, I read I just... a thread about how it was a cope and not a cape. What's it's a like cope? an actual religious um, oh, like thing. Oh, nice. she, like, So it was, people were saying it wasn't themed because it was like a cape. But no, it she was put, like, and she also put those little brooches on. She's like, I got the memo. <laughs> like, she had these little crosses on her chest being like, yeah. oh, I got the memo. I'm just wearing this anyway. That was just brilliant and powerful and uh, Lena Waithe. Yeah, I love her. Um, But I just... It's so annoying because I love the cape, but I'm like, can we have a bit more structure to the dress? It's the Met Fiona! Fiona! <laughs> but it she's was brave country. and empowering. I did hate, great. though, when people, um, I don't know if you saw this, but people were editing Harry Styles and Lou oh Tomlinson onto it. And I was like, guys, can we not edit some just <laughs> white boys onto a black lesbian queen? I know. I saw people quote tweeting it and being like, wow, this is just really symbolic of like what <laughs> yeah. the white cis gays do. <laughs> yeah. I love my directioners. You know I am one, but it was, it was too far that. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah, is that all the Met Gala talk? I think that's all the Met Gala talk. All right. Um, what is next on the agenda? There was also that, this is also in personal news, um, Stephanie Beatrice engaged with me on Twitter because (laughs) I tweeted about Gabby Dunn not being able to sit properly and Stephanie Beatrice replied to Gabby Dunn, so basically we're best friends now. Oh, cool. That's nice. That's that's, that's that update. Uh, Um, I love Stephanie Beatrice, which, speaking of which... Brooklyn Nine-Nine was cancelled. But I'm really hopeful. I've been seeing articles that Hulu and Netflix and a few other places have reached out to the production company to revive. It's got to get picked up because I have not seen this much backlash ever for a show being cancelled. Yeah, it's huge. Because it's it's not even like it's dying out. Like, there have been shows that have been really incredible and popular Mm. that have 
you know, kind of died out where everyone's like, no, I watched that two years ago. Yeah. You know, but this one, everyone's like, nah, 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 mate. Like, I currently watch this. Yeah. And it's so palatable for any sort of audience. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine has only gotten better. Like, usually shows kind of, like, Fizzle. drift downhill. Yeah. But, like, the first couple seasons, I was like, there were some jokes that I was just like, nah. But as it's gone on, like, they've just gotten better and better and, like, refined their episodes to just, like, yeah. perfection. And I love all of the characters so much. They're so diverse and wholesome and pure. <laughs> it is very upsetting. Uh, I just hope it comes to Netflix because... That's if, so much easier to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it goes to Hulu, that'll only be in the U.S. and then we'll still need something to watch it out here in Australia. I do think that the team would be more likely to go for something like Netflix because part of the reason it dropped in viewership which is why it's being cancelled it's mm. dropping in viewership is because people want it so soon and they're not releasing it everywhere in the world so people are watching it illegally and mm. that's part of the main mm. issue is that they're not making the money from people watching it legally yeah. so I think that the team would be wisest to go with somewhere that does distribute internationally at the same time so that everyone can watch it because yes I'd be very down yeah for Netflix Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. It's just the easiest way for us to watch things out here. Yeah. There's so many shows that I want to watch that are just really hard to watch in Australia because yeah. I like sign up for a million different things. So that's about uh. it. But yeah, so Brooklyn Nine Nine, we really wanted to come back because we love it. I really hope so. I'm I'm like surprisingly optimistic because yeah. I've been seeing things about it possibly getting picked. up. That's good. But when I first heard about it being canceled, I was just you were so upset. It's it is like your such favorite a good show. show. I've been watching it, like, live, like, right as it comes yeah, out, I which know. I never do with shows. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, Riley's, like, properly into it. I'm a dedicated <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine Truly. Soon. All right, so we've had it down. We're going to go back up again. We saw this great video, which, by the way, we're sharing links to everything that we talk about on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the link to this video will be on our Patreon because it is magical and it's the two girls proposing at the same time. Oh, yeah. This was so sweet. It was essentially, like... One girl is down on her knee proposing to the other girl and then the other one just gets down as well and starts proposing. <laughs> and the Iconic. girl who proposed first also has a daughter and her now fiancé had a little like Ooh. Tiffany's necklace for her as well. So Aww. she was like proposing to her too. Aww. And it was just so sweet. I love it. It's so funny. Fiona will see these little cute videos and just like be screaming for me to come over and be like, you have to watch this right now. Yeah. It was so it's cute adorable. though. I loved it. Was. It, it, was it reminds cute. me of that. Did you see that one of the two girls proposing during Pictionary at the same time? Oh my as God. Well? Yeah, I I think I did. That yeah. was so good. Um, Is this just like a common trope? It's just girls proposing to each other at the same yeah, time? Yeah, because they have the same ideas and then it's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just feel like that takes a lot of coordination. Yeah. Because I would like try to force the situation down like the where I wanted to go and when I wanted to yeah. do it and stuff and I feel like that wouldn't necessarily line up yeah with true your partner like yeah well I think like with the proposal that we saw most recently that was kind of like in a really nice park so maybe it's like a park they always go to mm. and so they went there That's with their friends they first met Jesus Christ <laughs> um yeah and then the Pictionary one though the mother slash mother-in-law like planned it oh she like, like knew yeah, yeah, yeah she like knew about it so yeah no it was really sweet and I liked it a lot so that's a good news. Yay! Uh, back to TV awesome shows. Content. We have been watching... We are going to talk about Rita Ora, by the way. That's in a moment, but that's going to be such a <laughs> rant that I'm, like, waiting. Ooh. What show have you been watching this week, Riley? Black Lightning. We've been watching Black Lightning, and we are obsessed. It's really good. It's so yeah. good. There's um, our black lesbian superhero queen, Yeah, Yeah, there's literally a black lesbian. Uh, we've got a Asian bisexual girl yeah. who is dating the black lesbian now. Spoilers, because she does have a different girlfriend at the start but wow, whatever you spoiled yeah um 
And it's just, it has so much commentary on like black neighborhoods and gun violence and drugs, but it's really not, intense. but it's like not too intense. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it is really intense, of course, but there's so much lightheartedness and comedy and stuff to kind of break it up yeah. that I don't feel drained after each episode. It's a nice balance, but yeah. <laughs> freaking Black Lightning suit. Black Lightning suit is like ridiculous. LCD panels on the front that yeah. are just like glowing. And his it's whole, so funny. he has very distinctive facial hair and no one ever, <laughs> well, his whole facial mask is just like some eye thing yeah. and no one, like his best, he like, he sees his daughters in this suit. He sees an old school friend who we saw about an hour before he yeah. is Black Lightning. And no one's like, hey, wait a minute. If my dad came up to me in a huge LED suit and just a small thing over his eyes, I would recognize his the rest of his face. Oh, I'd be yeah, like, that is sure. my father. Yeah. What? I've, it's like in Supergirl. She doesn't even wear a mask. And everyone's just uh. like, who is she? I don't know. Who could it be? And like... I've heard people be like, oh, she's, like, Kryptonian, so it's, like, a mind trick thing. Like, she doesn't let people see her. But with Black Lightning, I'm like, you just control electricity. Yeah. Like, you don't have a mind trick well, thing. The, well, the, do- just... the daughter started to get a costume. Slight spoilers again. Whatever. It's, like, we're only, like, three episodes in, so we're not spoiling that much. Yeah, I feel like um, this is all intro Yeah, stuff. but the daughter starts to get a superhero costume, and her mask is just some gold paint over her oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, it was very pretty, but it did not conceal her it's identity. Nothing. <laughs> But, you know, we love the show. There's also, um, you know, a character who at one point becomes disabled. So we're looking forward to some disabled representation. We've got queer people. That's not a spoiler. I'm not saying who or how. Yeah, but it does seem like he's going down, like, the villain path, like, the angry, disabled villain trope. So we'll oh, see how that goes. I wasn't saying that, and I hope it's not that. Um, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. To be determined. To be determined. We're only a couple episodes in. Yeah. I just remembered some other personal news. Oh, we have some other personal news? Yeah, but is that my fucking... Um, shorts my workout shorts ripped oh no i took riley on a run with me and the shorts that i've had honestly they were 10 quid from amazon 10 quid just sounds like 10 squid and they've lasted me like almost a year like i'd say about 10 months and they finally broke and they just ripped apart when i was on a run with riley and so I had to be like, let's walk back because I can't exercise with but this. But also I've run like three times this week now. You and have. my legs are in so much You've run pain. more than me because I've been sick. I've had, I've had a flummy, uh, flummy throat. I haven't worked out in forever. And now I'm trying to get back into running. And I'm just the sorest person. Yeah. yeah. So you are pain. constantly sore. Uh, every time I try to like bend down, I'm just like, ow. Yeah. Ow. It's, you're not, you're not doing too good. Oh man. But yeah. Anyway, should we get on to the big topic of the week? Are you going to do your Rita Ora rant? <laughs> Firstly, Rita Ora, I care so little for Rita Ora anyway. You didn't know who I she was. I didn't know who she was until today. Yeah. Um, she's this like British artist. I think she has Albanian roots. Um, but she's, I've just never cared for her. Mm. I mean, one time she went on The Voice and sang and like wanted people to be like, you know, when they turn around and be like, whoa, it's Rita Ora, no one knew who she was. And it was hilarious. <laughs> um, I just don't care for her. Anyway, she's recently released a song with Bibi Rexa, who I care for, um, and Charlie XX, who I care for, and Cardi B, who I do not care for. Um, and Why don't you care for Cardi B? Because she's transphobic AF. Yeah, she had that very transphobic rant. Yeah, it, it was, cool. if you aren't up to date, uh, she had a transphobic rant where she didn't just say, like, the T-slur, but... She said it in a way where she's like, if a guy cheats on me, I would make him, I would make a teaser, fuck him, so okay, rape him, and then let him know that it was a dude. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, there's like nothing there that isn't messed up. Yep. 
our whole joke was just like, have a trans person rape this guy. Like, And then what? he had sex with a man. Then that's the gag. Yeah. And it's like, mm, that's oh, so bad. Yeah, it, was, it was very bad. It's very so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Rita Ora and these other three girls have come out with this song uh, called Girls or Kiss Girls or some shit. I don't really know. <laughs> um, and it's basically... It's uh, it's the most queer baby shit. Yeah, That's yeah. the issue. Is that like, if she was queer and if she had any other queer girls on it, mm. I would be like a bit more forgiving. But she doesn't. <laughs> and there's so many popular queer artists now. You've got Hailey Kyoko, you've got Demi Lovato, you've got Kalani, like Janelle yeah. Monet. There are so many people you could pick to put on this, but you put three other straight girls, yeah. one transphobic straight girl, and made this song. And th- I just got some of the lyrics up. Um... <laughs> One, which I'm going to... Just some of the lines don't make sense. One is... This is Cardi. I steal your bitch. Have her down with the scissor. Tonight, I don't want a dog. I want a kitten. Which, if you're saying you have a girl down with the scissor, like, that's not gay. (laughs) (laughs) I steal your bitch. Have her down with the scissor. Like, what an awful line. And then we've just got some lines like... You know I tamed it, and then I named it. I put the lion in the cage, and then I laid with her all night. Yeah, I'm the hunter, and she the prayer. Or maybe pray, yeah, and this lyrical site got it wrong. Yeah, it's pray, yeah. But that's just... Yeah. Uh, that's I'm the thriller weird. and the killer, and I stay here up all night. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why is she hunting? Why, Why have, is she hunting I other just, girls? I don't think you know what it's like for girls to have sex with girls, because, like, it's a lot... Not like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was a lot. Um, sorry. Do you want to have any thoughts? I'm just rambling. Oh no. I mean, I feel like you would cover all the things as well. But like, it just feels very like Katy Perry. I kissed a girl levels of like. Except it's 2018, not 2007. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like toying with queerness and like not actually embracing it or like being like an ally anthem. It's just like I could be this thing, so y'all should support me. But, but like, no. It's even in parts, though, where, for example, she has a line saying, I'm excited, I'm open-minded, I'm 50-50, and I'm never going to hide it, which a lot of people have, like, criticized well because it's not a percentage thing. That's, like, one of the main things, like, mm-hmm. stigmas about bisexual people is that I'm, like, 50% gay, and I'm, like, it's, I'm not 50-50. Yeah. I'm 100, 100, 100, 100 to every gender. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but she does have a line like that, and then... She was interviewed, right? Yeah. Um, and this is what I'm, like, so mad because... Like, there are people out there who do this sort of thing where they allude to queerness but never own it. So they never actually have to deal with any of the backlash or anything. It's just them alluding to it. So with that line, she said, It really represents freedom and the chance to be who you want to be. And there there being no judgment and just living your life as you want to live it. That's what I think this song represents to me every time I hear it. And I'm like, okay. And then the interviewer was like, for you personally, were you trying to share something with your fans about your own sexuality? Because they were like, this is clearly the message you're giving. And she says, I knew people were going to look into it like that. I definitely said it because I can. And it was one of those things where if it's I... It's not free speech. Yeah. If it, it was one of those things where if I was 50-50, I'm not saying I'm 70-30. I'm 50-50 and I'm not going to hide it. I'm not hiding who, what I am, who I am, if I want to do this, if I want to do that. That's just how it's going to be. And I'm like, that's just a whole lot of you saying no. Because she's like, I'm not, like, if I was 50-50, I wouldn't say I'm 70-30. I'm like, no, if you were 50-50, which I guess is the term for bisexual now, you wouldn't be calling yourself 50-50. And then they just outright are like, 
would you consider yourself bisexual or fluid? <laughs> and she the says, she says, I think the way dot dot dot. If people look at it like that, it's very narrow-minded, and I don't think that's what this record is. It's your fault for thinking I'm bisexual. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that that even matters. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and then everyone's also criticizing her because. She's like, I wanted to be a bisexual anthem. People are like, she's not even saying she wants to be a bisexual anthem. So like, you can't put her in this box. I'm like, she's alluding to it. And then they say, are you hopeful this song becomes a bisexual anthem? And she says, definitely. I definitely want it to feel like it's an anthem to somebody. I want that to be a sense of freedom for anyone who listens to it. So I'll take it. And it's just like the most, like, it's the most you can do to allude to queerness Without coming out. And of course, if she's bi, I'm going to bite myself in the fucking ass right now. (laughs) But like, you know, there's no ownership of it. It's just alluding to wanting to kiss girls and wanting to be with girls. And it doesn't represent, to my experience, any queer girl's experience. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some folks saying that it, it, it feels like an anthem for bi girls who haven't come out yet and who are like toying with being with girls like when they're drunk or when they're more comfortable with it or stuff. Which I think is, like, okay, but I don't think it necessarily... I think that experience is okay, and relating to yes. the song in that way is, is, like, normal. But I still feel like the song, as, like, but I, not as a straight person to make that song and yeah. to act that way in interviews around queerness, that feels very off to me. You know? I think as well, though, as someone who, like, I'm bi, surprise. You're what? I know. Um, and <laughs> I think that it's... You know, I've obviously had experiences where a lot of my early experiences with girls were, like, whilst drinking red wine. We weren't drinking wine. We are drinking, you know, Bacardi breezes. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of my early experiences ex- involved alcohol. So I see that if you're going to take it just as the chorus. Yeah. Like, just as you're drinking wine and kissing girls. Which does sound like a great night, if I'm <laughs> honest. But the issue is that the rest of it doesn't explain a early bisexual's experience. At no point when I was nervous enough that I had to be drinking red wine to kiss a girl was I like, I'm the hunter and she's the prayer. I'm going to get her down with the scissor. I'm going to steal your bitch. Like, those aren't early questioning exper- like ways of yeah, thinking. Like, I never was like, yeah, I'm going to scissor that bitch. Like, <laughs> it's so like distant from the whole I just want to kiss girls thing which is why I'm like you know stick with one if you're gonna say it's a experimentation Katy Perry I kissed a girl you know firstly it's 2018 just leave it to the queer girls to do that sort of thing but also it's just so jarring and also just not a good tune it's not a good song (laughs) I love a good bop I love pop music and that just wasn't a bop yeah so I don't know so it, overall thoughts not we're not fans of it. Yeah, I think yeah. Haley Kyoko had some good things to say as well where she's like Yeah. It's the whole wearing a sexuality as a costume. Like yeah, you know, they absolutely. get to try it on for this one song, they get to have this bop, they get to pretend that they're like these cool, edgy, beautiful women yeah. for a night, and then it's like, cool, so you're gonna do that, and there are still queer people being literally killed for coming out in Western countries in twenty eighteen. So I'm glad you got your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you don't have to deal with all the rest of the repercussions of being, like, an out queer musician. No, of course not. Like, trying to make it in the industry. Yeah. And also, like, if they did come out and they weren't, it would be a whole other thing as well. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's an issue. Um, Before we get into the advice section of our podcast, did you want to talk about Infinity War? Um, 
sure. Uh, this will be a spoiler-free discussion. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our best to be spoiler-free. Um, I hated it. With every fucking bone awful. in my body. It was fucking awful. I've gotten into so many fights with people about it. You're already shouting in my ear. I'm, it's really not that loud. It's loud for me. I'm not saying for them. I'm saying for me. It's I'm aggressive. sorry. You're forgiven. Should I go further away from the mic? Should you go further away? I don't know. Anyway, continue. <sighs> Anyways, it was just a mess. Like, there was, like, 500 characters, and so you never get to know any of them. Yeah. And, like, you just don't care for anyone. Yeah. And, like, things happen, and you're just like, I guess that thing yeah. happened now. Like, it really felt that there were at least three different writers' rooms, and oh, yeah. they were not talking to each other, and then they talked to each other once a month through a fifteen-minute Skype call, <laughs> just to check they're kind of vaguely on the same page. Yeah. And then they—it was just like the movie couldn't choose a tone. At sometimes it was like no. super comedic and goofy. Well, because they had like, like and melodramatic. they had really like serious storylines, like you know, they had the Tony Stark and Vision and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And then they had like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is so dang goofy. Yeah. And there was no consistency there. And then so many things happened where I'm like, oh, we're not going to spoil things, but it's just like, if you just hadn't done that, everything would make a lot more sense and everything would be a lot better. But yeah, you have to do that. Yeah, it was nonsensical. Like, there was just plot holes all over the place. It was I ridiculous. Like. And I just hate the whole... This isn't a spoiler because it's the premise of the movie. Yeah. Like, the whole premise is that Thanos, the, like, evil guy, is trying to get all the Infinity Stones that, like, are yep. super powerful and control everything, blah, blah, blah. I just hate the idea of, like stones that control everything like it's just such a boring like yeah plot device 2d yeah like you could have i i think like the problem that infinity war has is it's so broad it's like the end of the universe these all-powerful stones like you don't get emotionally invested in like the things that are happening like black panther has a much more narrow focus like the world isn't going to end but like you're very emotionally invested in the characters and like what is going to happen and how it's going to affect them. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Infinity War, you're like, okay, because you don't know anything. Because like- his point is like he wants. To, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's very much at the start. Mm. Is that he wants to like kill half the population of the galaxy? Yeah, of the entire universe. Ex- universe. Yeah, and so it's just dumb because he's like, I want to get these stones so that I can do that real fast and real quick. Yeah, but then. The re- his reasoning, his whole motive is that there aren't enough resources in the universe, and so he needs to do this to kill half the people. But that's just not how that would work. Why don't you just make more resources? Why don't you just, like, make because wealth? Because he's evil. Ugh. But it's just... That's, like, what the movie tries to do, is he just, like, just has no... I but they know. give him... With um Black Panther, the bad guy had a goodish motive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of... Flawed. So I felt like they were kind of trying to do that, but it didn't make sense. And if he was just a pure bad guy, I heard that in the comics, his whole thing was that he was in love with death and wanted to impress death <laughs> by killing half the population. I'm like, you know what? That would make a lot more fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Thanos is trying to be like this good guy, but really he's the bad guy. And it's just like... Yeah, they really have some scenes where they try to make you care for Thanos and have sympathy for him, And they're just terrible and I don't care about it. There's no time to like, care about anyone in the movie. And I don't... Like, I haven't watched all the Marvels as well. All so, the Marvels? All the Marvels. I haven't watched them all. So I don't really... I don't... I already don't care that much. Yeah. And so I only vaguely cared when the characters I liked had the characters yeah. I'd already seen. But if you hadn't seen everything, you don't care about any of them. But also, like, I've been arguing with people about this and they'd be like, well, you have to see all the prequels. And it's like, I think I've seen every Marvel movie that's come out. Like, all the yeah, ones you that definitely have. Yeah. And I still didn't care about anyone. Yeah. Like, because it, it just doesn't give them stakes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to care about them because they're in the movie and they're a face you recognize, but, like, that's not Enough. how you get people to care. Like, every movie needs to reintroduce the characters, give you a reason, like, 
Iron Man had, like, three movies, and they weren't the best movies, but, like, they all had stakes, where, like, there was a reason you're supposed to, like, Iron Man, there's, like, reason you're supposed to have stake in, like, him yeah. every time. Like, it's not just, like, our third movie, it's Iron Man, so care about Iron Man. Like, it delved into things about him that you needed to care exactly, about. Exactly, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> so, do you do some advice? Let's do some advice. <gasps> oh, she's got a podcast No, I don't have a podcast voice. It's gone. Ooh! <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Hit me with some advice. Okay. We will go first up to... They're all going to be anonymous. I think that's going to be a theme. Um, okay. So, so I'm non-binary and I really don't like having a chest. I really want to ask my dad for a binder, but I know he wouldn't like me wanting to bind. He doesn't even entirely like me having the word boy in my username. At least I don't think he does. So how do I ask my dad for a binder without him making think I entirely want to be a boy? Love you guys. We love you too. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Fiona keeps stopping my leg from It's so vibrating. frustrating. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that, I don't know. We're going to have different advice because yeah. my default is always to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I remember we actually had a question similar to this in the first video we ever filmed together. Really? Like, yeah, two years wow, ago. I do not remember that in the slightest. Um, and someone was saying that they wanted to bind, but they couldn't let their parents know. Mm. And you were like, have an honest conversation. I was like, nah, do it behind <laughs> their back. Um, actually, I think, that I, about, like, what I think, I think it was more that you were going to like, they thought it was a question directed to you because mm. you're trans. And so you could have more trans advice. But I was like, nope. Lying to parents expert here. Here I am. Um, so I think that if getting one without telling your dad is a possibility, um, it depends like why you think he wouldn't want to know. If you want to take the time to sit down and talk to him about why you want to bind and why that doesn't mean you're a boy and all that sort of stuff, and you think he would be like receptive to that, mm. I definitely recommend that. But sometimes, you know, parents don't understand and sometimes parents don't have the knowledge and resources to deal with that sort of thing. And it can be intimidating and scary and not worth it to do that yeah so you can you know if you could get a binder and just not tell him that could be an option you know you can always like sneak out have it in your bag and then get dressed at a public bathroom yeah wash it by yourself when you have a shower using the hand basin or the shower mm. like there are ways to hide <laughs> <laughs> what would you say right yeah i mean that's a possibility like if it's a thing you need to feel good and your parents won't let you have it like and it's not hurting you like i think i think that's okay i think like, you should be able to do that. But also, um, if you, like, if you're in a safe enough position where you can talk to your parents about this without it, like, endangering you or, like, your ability to live there or anything, then I think it could be okay to try to explain it to them. Like, send them YouTube videos or articles about being non-binary. Like, introduce them to some shows that have non-binary characters just to try to, like, Ease normalize it for them. Yeah, and do it, like, over time. Just, like, kind of introduce the stuff and... If they're receptive to it, then later you can be like, look, this is, like, what I a be thing doing. that I feel. And so, like, I'm not binding because I'm a boy, but I'm binding because I'm non-binary. And, yeah. like, it, because I'm I don't think they would get yeah. it right away. But I think you could Try. get there over time. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Like, everyone's different. Like, maybe they won't be receptive to it at all. And then you'll have to go Fiona's method. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Basically, try honesty first, but if not, hit your girls <laughs> up for some more tips on lies. Oh, uh, okay, next question. I've been out to all of my friends and my mom and my sister for years now, but I've been with my boyfriend and I've been with my boyfriend. Oh my God. This is just it, my, my screen just yelled at me and I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half, but I just can't bring myself to tell my dad who lives with my mom. 
I feel bad about it because my boyfriend does come over when I'm at home and he's the only one who doesn't know I'm gay and my boyfriend always makes comments about it. I feel so bad, but I just can't get the confidence to do it. How did you get the confidence to come out and should I bring up the fact that I feel pressured by my boyfriend to tell him? Why are you sitting up so straight, by the way, Riley? Why is he sitting up really sit up straight? straight? It's, it's... Fiona doesn't want me to have good posture. You heard it here, folks. Oh, you're sitting really straight. It's uncomfortable. Uh, okay, I'll slouch. <laughs> like, is this what you want? Yeah, that's, Back problems, that's more maybe? normal. That's more normal. I just, we've just been sitting in the same place for so long. I want to mm, switch it up. You're so pert. Anyway. So pert. So, the question. Yes. Um... We'll do part one is, should I bring up the fact that I feel pressured by my boyfriend to tell him? Yes. Yeah, I should. I think you should tell your boyfriend that you don't like that pressure, like having that pressure yeah. on you. Because it's, it's up to you when you come out. Yeah. Um, and I think, that, I think that it's, um, as long as he's not doing it in a pressure way, I think it's not a negative thing necessarily that your boyfriend is raising that he feels like you're hiding him. Because, you know, that can be an issue in relationships. Yeah. So I think he's, like, valid to bring it up. But if it's pressuring you and it's making you not feel good, it is so hot in here. Um, then, you know, it's that's, really like... Not, it's, like, very cold in this room. And Fiona's just being... You just took off your cardigan, which means it's warm. Anyway, if we can <laughs> stay on topic. Um, I think that it's, you know, raise it. Communication, always the good answer. Uh, and then also how to get the confidence to come out. It's so specific. Yeah, that I don't know. It's It's... It's different for everyone. Yeah. I think, like, at some point, if you're safe and all that, I feel like I need to preface all coming out things with that. If you feel safe and, like, like you're physically okay to do that, I think it just takes doing it. Like, it's it's like ripping off a band-aid. You just gotta, like, jump yep. into it. You don't get to, like, dip your toes in the water first. You just jump in the pool. Like, yep. it, you, <laughs> yeah, you just, get, like, choose a day. Be like, this is the day it's happening, this time, this thing. And then just, like, just mentally prepare yourself for it and do it yeah is my advice yeah um yeah i think that's good advice and you know i think as well it does sound like you're in a safe enough position like his mom knows his sister knows his friends know so i think that it could be okay so if you're it's always scary telling parents especially because they're from like a different generation so like they might say things that you know not knowing there's a queer person around they might not we've all seen love simon you know Uh, but like (laughs) we've all cried a long time but you know like they might not know the things that they're saying have a certain effect and stuff. But if you do think you're in a safe position, yeah, what Riley said, just jump in the pool, rip the bandit off, but don't do it because you feel pressured by your boyfriend. Do it Absolutely, because yeah. you want to live your truth. You know, like <laughs> you want to be honest and all that sort of jazz. Okay. This is our last question for the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm a transgender woman. Oh, my phone keeps scanning without me. I'm a transgender woman. I'm out to my family, but I'm having a little trouble settling on my new name. I think it's going to be Luna, but I'm a little hesitant because that's not that common and I'm worried it will hurt my ability to pass. Like I might pass until someone hears the name Luna and starts to wonder if that's really what my parents named me. Is that completely unreasonable or should I maybe go with a more common name? Huh. I hadn't thought of that. I mean, when I hear Luna, I just think of Harry Potter. Yeah. So same. It, seems, it feels like a very common. But I also love it because I love like I love the moon. I love yeah. astrology. I love horoscopes. <laughs> I, like I love Luna. Jeez. Oh, I do think it's a very pretty name. Yeah. I, um, like I don't. If I heard someone was named Luna, I wouldn't be like, "That's a fake ass name." You know? Yeah, like, I wouldn't. It sounds like a very normal name. Yeah, it wouldn't be very jarring. I think you're good with Luna. Like, I think I think that's yeah great. I think it's good to make sure that you have a name that you feel confident in because like yeah. you what what was your process behind choosing riley it took forever it did i went through so many names and i think an important part is to test out names like i would have fiona and some other people call me different names just yeah. as i was trying them out yeah and then eventually settled on riley because people were saying that and i just like i liked it, it sounded yeah. good it was like the, a good mix of gender neutral can and i also terms. say that like 
we were so early on in dating then. And I have yeah. this girl that I'm dating helping, like, asking me to help her pick her name. And I was like, uh. oh my god, like, this is so much pressure. Like, what if I say I like Riley? Because I did like Riley, obviously. And I was like, I like Riley. And then we don't work out. And then <laughs> suddenly, like... I'm just stuck with the name you gave me. For yeah, me. and someone's like, how did you come up with your name? And you're like, my ex helped me pick it. Like, Jesus. That would be funny. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Thankfully, that but didn't also, happen. But also, no, Riley I th- was my idea. And I wanted, like... Yeah. opinions on it of people in my life but I liked it a lot myself and I think I was just looking for outside validation kind of like what this person is doing yeah. now with Luna like I was like it sounds good to me but would it sound good to other people yeah. you know and I was honest like I turned down some options you definitely did yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was a lot of like scrolling through baby name generators and yeah. stuff and trying to find one that just sounded right yeah and if you think that Luna suits you and you look at yourself and like I'm a Luna like that's that's really yeah. all that you need. And I don't think, I've, I can't imagine someone, I've, you know, as a cis, I've never heard someone's name and that's made me question their gender. Every time you, every time you pronounce cis as cis, I know there's I a think Z. you're saying I'm a scissor. Yeah, thanks. And I was like, ah, oh, that is my girlfriend. Just like Cardi B. The scissor. <laughs> Cardi B, I'm the scissor. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, I no, I, I think that, point. like, as someone who doesn't, like, you know, obviously you're going to analyze things more if it's you. Like, mm-hmm you're going to be more aware of name choices yeah. not fitting in because you're trans. But as a cis, like, <laughs> I don't... I've never heard someone's name and it's made me question their gender identity. Yeah. The only time it's happened is if I'm already, like, you know, unsure about what their gender is and they hit me with some shit like Alex and I'm like, God fucking damn it! <laughs> like, um, you know, but it's just... It's not going to be a deciding factor. Yeah, yeah, you're you're thinking of it and you're more aware of it than any cis people in your everyday life will ever be. Yeah, yeah like like no one uh, is gonna clock that in the same way that you. And will. also, grown ass people have fake names, but like you know, no one thinks about names these days, especially with damn millennials. Like I have a lot of friends who go by fake names. I mean, your name is Neon Fiona. My name is Neon Fiona. Yes. But you mean like there's? I refer to you every day. I have so many friends who just run with different names. I had a friend in high school called Cat, and I just thought that her real name was Cat. When I found out it was Catherine, I was like, "Whoa, what?" That's called a nickname, Fiona. I know, but a C A T as well because it was Catherine with a C, and I was just like mind blown. You know, people don't give a damn about names. I think you're overthinking it, which is understandable because the position you're in. But Luna is a really pretty name, and yeah, you should rock I it. I agree. Cool. Anyway, is that all? Do you want that the whole? podcast i thought you said the podcast voice wasn't coming back it didn't it just did Uh uh-huh that's when that's how you speak now yep this is just how i speak now so thank you for listening i guess that's all we have for today that is all we have for today yes um you can send us questions if you would like your advice answered on the podcast you can tweet us at galphousepod or Mm -hmm. dm us our dms are always open yep um or you can email us at galphousethepodcast at gmail.com um, or you can find us on Patreon if you would like to support us. We would really, really appreciate that. We would really appreciate it. And we also have, um, all of the links for everything we spoke about. We'll be ch- chucking in some pictures of pretty Met Girl dresses. We'll have the video of the Asian girls proposing. We'll have the articles that we talked about for This Is America. All of that will be on Patreon. And it's really great. It's only on the $1 tier. So it's just like yeah. so much extra content for a dollar a month. <laughs> Bargain. So yeah, thanks everyone. For hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Oh, and you can go watch our Twitch streams. We'll be streaming at some point this week. Fiona's starting her job, but we'll be streaming. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'll probably be streaming at least. Yeah. Awesome. Right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.